0: In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Sometimes when somebody has been very sick and seems on the way to certain death, the family will call the pastors and say, we know that it's been grim for some time now, but there was a rally today. Bright eyes, clear head, full recognition, and peace and love and joy and gratitude all around. And sometimes that's true. Sometimes folks do rally. And come back to life, but as often as not, that rally is really a last hurrah, and death is just about to have its day. That's how it is for Jesus today. Like the wise men, we've been following Jesus since Christmas. As he goes about his business, forgiving sins and healing the sick and raising the dead and getting baptized and tempted and transfigured, and tending his disciples who just cannot seem to understand that his way leads to certain death. By now they should understand. After all, whatever evil cannot penetrate, evil seeks to destroy, and often by stealth. But the killing is for later this week. Today is Jesus' rally day. A day of bright eyes and clear heads and full understanding. And peace and love and joy and gratitude all around. From the text, it's not clear who she is. She could be the hostess or she could be a party crasher. A great saint or a horrible sinner. She could be someone familiar to Jesus. She could be a total stranger. St. Mark doesn't bother to tell us. But what is clear is who he is. Jesus is the one along the way making wrongs right. He is the one who has been reclaiming his creation one day and person and sea and storm and demon and disciple at a time. And despite the occasional protest or rejection since Christmas, his way has been impeccable and now for his trouble, the trouble that we heard of last week in the gospel, the trouble of being among us as one who serves. For his trouble, he is on the way to, on the way to certain death. We don't know her, but here is what we notice about her. What she does, she does full blast. That is always how gratitude works. Once she breaks the flask, there is no going back. Once she snaps the top, there's no putting it back in the bottle. And Jesus is very grateful for her gratitude, saying that wherever the gospel is preached, this story of her will be told and she will always be remembered for her full blastness. There's no going back for Jesus today either. What he has from her, he has full blast. What she's giving, he's receiving. And what he is receiving from her matters more than anything else today. It seals the deal to come later in this week. In Jesus' time, it was a normal act of hospitality to wash and anoint your guests. The smell from the oil filled the room, and that was part of the normal joy of being together as a family and a community. But what you are hearing today in the gospel is not a normal act. As in, I've got a year's worth of salary. Should I spend it to anoint Jesus, or should I feed the poor? Either of those would be normal. But this is not normal. When she pours the oil on his head, when she goes for the head, she is giving Jesus last rites. Or as we know it in our book, the commendation of the dying. The poor you will always ha- have with you, says Jesus, you'll always have a chance to feed the poor. That's normal stuff. But what she's just done to me is unnormal. It's a once in a lifetime thing and it is extraordinarily beautiful because it belongs to my last things. It really is beautiful. What would normally be a sadness, a certain death, is redeemed by the smell of the oil. That oil given and received means that she and Jesus are a perfect match. Together they live within what Luther liked to call the great exchange. He, the anointed Messiah, takes what she's got, sin, death, hell, and he gives what he's got, forgiveness, and then love and joy and peace and community and family. So today's sadness is not a normal sadness because the smell of the oil redeems the day. And it means that evil and death will not have the last word. Sometimes when someone here has been very sick and seems on the way to death, the family will call the pastors and say, we know it's been grim, but today was a rally day. Bright eyes, clear head, full recognition. There was peace and love and joy and gratitude all around. And, of course, we always hope so. But when pastors get that call, we usually grab the oil and go and do for her what she did for Jesus. In our liturgy, in the commendation of the dying, we name the name of Baptism And if we can, we hear a last word of confession and we pronounce a final absolution. And we give a final Eucharist, traditionally called the Viaticum bread for the journey, life for the way. And then we pray the prayer that our Lord gave us to pray, and then we break the flask and we touch because it's terribly important to touch people who are sick and dying to remind them that they're still part of the community. And we anoint with the words of Aaron, Israel's first high priest, the Lord bless you and keep you, the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you, the Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. And that oiling, that chrism, the Christing, marks a lifetime of Jesus' work in and on and through and for a person. It means that your last smell in the church is the same as your first smell in the church. What you smelled when you were anointed at your baptism is the smell that you get as you go to certain death. The last thing you smell just before you live again. So dying can't be the ultimate sadness because death is no longer normal. Because the smell of the oil means that evil and death will not have the final say. Even if you are so far gone that you cannot hear the name of Jesus or speak your final confession or hear your final absolution, Or have your final viaticum. You can still smell your Jesus. On you and near you and for you and in you. And your nose assures you that you've been saved. At your death your nose tells you that Jesus is there for you. Just as he was there for this woman. Joined to you by a lifetime of word and sacrament. And if he's joined to you and he is indestructible, then you are indestructible. And for that you can die in gratitude. It is a beautiful thing. There's nothing more to do now. We've traced his way of wise men and wise women from Christmas to the cusp of Holy Week. You've seen it firsthand and in person, Sunday after Sunday, from seas to storms to lepers, to disciples and temptation and transfiguration, and now to anointing. To a day like this, a rally before death, when everything clicks and all is forgiven. And there's love and joy and peace and community and gratitude. And he leads and we follow, and he speaks and we obey, And he serves and we are served. And he takes our ills and exchanges them for his graces, for his viaticum. There's nothing more to do. It's your way now. Care for it well. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.